Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We'll share some of our experience as counselors, business owners, and most important of all, as everyday people. Hi, and welcome to Shrink Think. This is our podcast that explores the human experience from two therapists' perspective. We use a little humor and a lot of compassion to help you understand yourself and learn new ways of being. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the last episode of 2020. Let me say it's been great, but also good riddance. I don't know about the great, but gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's been it's been real, it's been fun, but it hasn't been really fun. Something like that. We just want to spend this episode, the last one of 2020, talking about really just reflecting on our podcast and the episodes we've had so far, just reflections on some of our favorite moments, things that stood out to us, things that we've learned. I guess I'll get us started right here. I remember sitting down the first time we recorded maybe like episode one or two, maybe even like a couple of them in the very beginning. And we sat down and we were both musing to each other, wow, like I'm so nervous. And I remember finishing up an episode and recording an interview with somebody and like my armpits were super sweaty and my hands were all sweaty. And uh, I just was like catching my breath all the time because I was like, wow, we're like saying some really vulnerable things to like the entire world. <laughs> Because we were expecting the entire world to listen, I guess. So that tells you a little bit about our delusions. <laughs> I'm an Enneagram 3, so I have a few of those delusions of grandeur. <laughs> At least I'm aware of it. But anyway, yeah, just getting started. I remember how nervous we were. And now it's kind of like, we'll roll in in the morning. And Nathan's like, all right, what are we going to do? Like, let's get started. We still kind of have to take a breath before we get started. But I'm definitely not as nervous. But it's cool. It's a really cool experience. It reminds me a lot of when I first started as a therapist, because I remember sitting down in front of people and being nervous about like, oh no, what are they going to think about me? And am I going to do a good job? You know, just worried about everything I was going to say. And now like a new person can come in and I'll just be like, you know, oh, whatever. I'm just me. I'm doing my thing. I've done this before and it doesn't even phase me. And I, I like that. It's cool because I just feel so much more comfortable being myself, more free to be myself. I mean, there's still a little bit of nerves here and there at times, but overall, I've really enjoyed just being able to get comfortable and talk about some things and go deeper rather than sort of worrying about that stuff. What about you? First of all, it's funny when you're describing it, like just a second ago, we're saying like, we were musing about something. I'm like, if you know me, I'm too redneck to muse about anything. Hey, I've got a good vocabulary, dude. <laughs> and so, and I just took a picture of us doing this and I sent it to my wife and she goes oh you look fancy and i was sitting here thinking this setup like we're not in like this fancy room or anything and then, and then she sent back another text don't do that weird swallowing and gulping thing <laughs> okay let me just say i started st <laughs> you're gonna hate me for saying this when i first started i was editing the episodes and now i have this great person casey that does it she's awesome but I would edit and I'd be like, man, Nate, you are like swallowing like a madman, like chill out. <laughs> but also I would have these breaths or say, um, or 
there's all these funny little things that we do that we don't even realize until you start a podcast and you're recording yourself and then hearing it back multiple times. So that's also been really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great weight loss program because now I have trouble swallowing at all. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. That's definitely not true if you saw me. Yeah. I was just thinking back to the early episodes and learning about what the mic can pick up and then being absolutely paranoid about it. <laughs> like you had mentioned something kind of really deferential, like, um, you might want to, you know, like try to pull yourself away from the mic, you know, sit back or something. Cause you don't, <laughs> cause you're doing too much of it. Like you do like do something with your throat or something. <laughs> yeah. And then my, my wife's like, you're swallowing and gulping. Anyway. So, you know, the learning curve on the beginning and now you know, going with the flow, like you were just saying, I was thinking back to the early episodes too, and being super intimidated by the people that were interviewing. They're all successful and everything. They've got about just a bunch of stuff going on. And, and I would sit there in my head going, ask the right question. Make sure you're paying attention. Don't lose anything. What they just say? Oh, Aaron, just stop talking. That means you're supposed to be talking, you know, in my head about everything. And yeah, totally. The whole world's going to listen, even though like, you know, five people turned it on. <laughs> At one time, five people at the same time, they got the memo that we have a watch party. No, you were talking about the whole perfection thing. And that's really interesting because that's been one of the things I think along the way for me as somebody who likes to do things well. And you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to work at something, I try to do it as best as I can. And I don't want to say I do it the right way. Cause I'm not a, like a perfectionist in that way, but I'm like, I want to do it as well as I possibly can. And I remember having lots of thoughts of like, oh, no, you know, I, I didn't say that well, or I'm fumbling through my words or whatever. And I need to I need to work on that or whatever. And as we've done this more, I've relaxed that quite a bit. And I'm no longer worried about the perfection thing, because I'm realizing like, that's not a human being. Like, that's a totally produced kind of a thing. And I don't really want this to be super produced. I mean, Maybe if we get the uh, crazy sponsorship and the million dollar contract, you know, they can produce whatever they want as I'm vacationing in Fiji. Um, but until then, I'm going to be as imperfect as I can. And, and also, that's actually the thing that I have discovered that I enjoy most about this in interviewing our guests, for example, is just asking some of those behind the scenes human questions that really make me feel more comfortable being myself because these other people are human just like me. Yeah. Before we start recording in the podcast, we, you know, we talk to him a little bit, like, how's it going? Whatever, you know, start getting used to what um, is going on. I think everybody feels the sense of relief after you have like, a, you know, about two to five minutes of conversation, sometimes more. It reminds me of our talks with Billy and Brandy. They are such easy people to talk to. It was re- it would have been really easy to to I mean we start talking and we're like oh we should probably record something and then you know we start record we recorded the podcast and then at the end it was like nobody really wanted to end the conversation everybody wants to keep talking and you know along with them and also Whitney that was really awesome talking with her and I think of like that whole thing when she's like okay you want to get real well you want vulnerable right and then I had a dream about you Aaron and I'm like where the crap is this going. <laughs> Seriously, still to this day, I'm like, where did that come from? What is that all about? I'm, I'm, I'm like researching dreams even to this day. I'm like, what does it mean? It's like the double rainbow. You're absolutely right. The cool thing, as I'm stumbling through my words here, the cool thing about what you're saying that's been really fun is, yeah, who am I to be able to interact with these people and have this, the opportunity to get to know and, and share some time or steal some time with these people. But 
they're so cool. I mean, you guys have been such awesome guests if you're listening to this. And even if you haven't been on our show and you're interested, you know, you're a, a business owner or a therapist or I don't know, just even somebody that's got, um, you've got your own podcast and you think this would be helpful for our listeners to hear. We just really enjoy people. We enjoy getting to know you and talk with you and ask some questions maybe that other people might want to ask or be curious about, but be afraid to ask. But getting behind the scenes and talking to some people and like how they do things has just been really fascinating. There's so many different ways that people live their lives, how they deal with issues or how they overcome, how they strive. And that's been really fascinating to me is to find out like there's no one way to do things. So many different people can create their own pathway and it's awesome. Like, I just love that variety and I love the way that different people can do things. So it's also been really cool just to see how different people do things. And I'm thinking about uh, Randy Kinnison, for example, that switched his career and he went into something that, um, what did you say, it had like a 90% failure rate or something. And I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> What's going to be the least successful? I'm going to try that. But he, he knew what he was doing and he was convinced about something. And I think there's something about that. When you know that you have a passion or a calling or a drive, it doesn't really matter what's in your way. I mean, I, again, I kind of hate those sort of cheesy things that are like, if you believe it, you can do it. Like, I believe I can fly. Uh, I'm not going to fly. Or I believe I can be an opera singer. Nope, not going to happen. Never going to happen. Uh, that would be boring anyway. Sorry for all you opera singers or listeners out there. But anyway, just the idea that if you have, you know, a drive and a passion, you know, you can pursue it. And he was definitely somebody that represented that for me. Yeah, I think it'd be great to share some of our takeaways from you know, stuff that we just personally learned. You know, obviously, we definitely do not know everything. We may have proven that already. But you brought up Randy Kinison. I was going to do that, too. I was thinking of it was mind blowing how many businesses that guy does. And to make the statement and he's such a logical kind of what logical and progressive thinker in the way that like, you know, what's next, what's going on where in, I'm going to reach 3 million people like say what now you're going to, you're doing, <laughs> you're doing what now? And there's a very, he has a very rational, logical way that he gets there with that. This completely doable. And it's amazing. I mean, to, to break that down, I'm my personality doesn't work that way. But it's a challenge for me to go, okay, it, you know, it's real. It's it's probably going to be really helpful to plan a bit more specifically over time. I think it'd be really cool to to like look at that. So anything in terms of the podcast, that that's kind of where this goes for me. Is I look, I, I end up looking way more ahead. You kind of naturally do that. For me, I'm like, oh, let's just go in and blah blah blah. We'll do whatever, and I'm. <laughs> We're doing, recording one podcast that was going to, the Boundaries episode, right? We're recording that like before holidays and it's weird. That kind of stuff is just weirds me out. Like I like to be in the season and responsive to all the feelings. And now I'm like at Halloween talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, we need to start preparing for Valentine's Day right now. So just so you know, we'll be talking about that later. I heart that. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true at all. But Aaron, what, if any kind of takeaways have have occurred to you? Yeah, the ones we've talked about so far, I love the concepts of facing fears and how different people have struggled with that and and overcome their kind of self-doubts or insecurities. I remember, and I think I said this on the episode when Whitney was talking about having her fears and she like was freaking out. You know, I think I asked her, how do you not take things personally? And she's like, oh, I totally do. I'm like, what? You do? And that's okay. 
uh, that was super cool um, because that's a real human response. And just to hear how she worked through it was really encouraging to me. And, and even just what we said about seeing each other at that lunch table at Killing a Camp a couple years ago. No, that was just last year. Um, boy, with this COVID thing, it feels like <laughs> like back in my day when I was <laughs> before COVID, <laughs> before all of that. Wow, that was, it's been such a long year. But just facing each other and just thinking, wow, this person is so amazing. And she's thinking that about me. And we're sort of both intimidated by each other and just realizing that we can have that same experience. And we just don't know what the other person is thinking. I think that was really valuable to me. I remember something that Amanda said, Amanda Patterson, as she was talking about, uh, man, she just has a fearlessness. I don't, it, it wasn't really one particular thing that she said that was like, oh, here's how I handle things. She just has this attitude of like, things are going to happen and I'm going to work through it. I'm going to figure it out and that's okay. Well, let me say this. I've realized that I, if there's an obstacle or if there's something to be worried about, I'm going to try to find that and figure out how to tackle it. But oftentimes, emotionally, that thing can become bigger to me than it needs to be. And it's hard for me to see around it or see on the other side of it. And so something that Amanda said was basically like, yeah, those problems are going to come up and they're like speed bumps and you just got to drive over them. And I'm like, wow, I think my speed bumps are more like buildings that I'm running into. <laughs> Probably need to shrink those down a little bit. So that was super encouraging for me. Yeah. You know, how I remember that is she was really anxious. She talked about how anxious that she would get about stuff. And then what she had learned was she just can't obey that. She's going to have to look at it more step by step and just go into the reality of what what's happening. And she, I don't know if she used the word that she's a dreamer per se, as far as like having but there's kind of this big aspirations that she kind of looks at and goes, okay. And she kind of says, okay to it. My takeaway from that was, you know, there are, there's, there's dreams and stuff I think that we have. And, and that's, it feels really cliche to talk about dreams, to be honest, but you know, those big ideas that you might have. And some people think, oh, I'll start to do that. Or they'll be too afraid right up front. And they just won't do anything. And then there's some folks that they start moving toward that. And then it occurs, then they realize how naive they were to think like it was going to be easy or doable. And then they're like, never mind. And then it's, it's what you do up front or in the middle of that process to realize like, well, look, you had that idea. It's not a bad idea. You know, maybe you should start it. Maybe you should try it and just be realistic about the thing where if you get to the place and it doesn't look like it's going to work like it was, was supposed to in your mind. Well, that's because you're dealing with reality. And treat it like a speed bump. And that's something that Randy had said also that, you know, he maintains a sense of flexibility, that he's got an idea that he's moving into. If it looks like it's not going to work out, he asks the question why and makes some adjustments because he's like, maybe that wasn't my target. Maybe I just was meant to drive a little bit forward and I need to make a little detour. And that's going to take me somewhere else. That was also really helpful, too, that you can have a goal, but you also need to be really flexible with it. Okay, I want to um, shift gears here a little bit and ask you about Julie Harris. That was, I think for me, one of the most surprising episodes. Actually, when I look back, it's one of the episodes or the interviews that I actually really enjoyed the most, probably because it surprised me. So, I mean, it's been a few weeks now since we recorded that, maybe even uh, a couple of months now. What, what, what were your impressions from that interview? What were your takeaways? Yeah. First thing is I was thinking towards the end when I was like listening to everything that she was saying and I was like, 
I have nine questions in my mind. And you're still talking with her. And I'm like, how can I make this question be part of the podcast? <laughs> was that the like, okay, I want to save up for building. How do I do that? Was that that question? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. You're pretty like set on getting that one out. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, oh, there's got to be a way to, you know, and there's the thing of it is there's two things that happen in the background when you're running a business is trying to actually establish contact with somebody that actually is legitimate and knows what they're talking about and is not overselling themselves. Because to be honest, in the beginning, that's what it kind of feels like. You're like sometimes when you're starting out, you kind of have this feeling of faking it till you make it. That's so strong that you can kind of see that in other people, that lack of confidence. You're like, man, you know, I want somebody that really has done this thing for a while, whatever this thing is when you're looking at, at business related stuff. Because when you get to a place where you're going to be risking a lot of, in this case, money, you want to know that the other person's not taking a stab at it. At the risk of belaboring this, I had this guy come and look at my tree. I didn't know whether it was disease. And he came over and didn't sound like he knew what he was talking about. And I'm like, Okay, I really don't know. And he's like, well, we can cut off this branch and take it to a lab and I can get back to you and see what's going on. I'm like, that does make sense. But like he's making up pricing like that's I don't really don't know why he's charging me what he's charging me. The tree died. It's over. We think it's not going to have a chance to live. We should probably still send it back to the lab, but <laughs> it's not looking good. We think. <laughs> right. So. It does matter who you pick, it matters who you pick. And so I was realizing, I didn't really know Julie ahead of that, that conversation. And as she's talking, I'm like, okay, this lady really knows what she's talking about. She could give me an answer on how do I plan ahead. Aaron and I would like to at some point own a building. We've talked about it. It seems really kind of like a pie in the sky thing, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I mean, it would be great to do that, but it's like kind of seems crazy to me still. But as she was talking, I thought this actually might be somewhat doable. And we've even gone as far as mentioning to a realtor, a, a commercial realtor that's been working with us for, on other issues, you know, hey, what would it look like to do this? And, and it doesn't sound as crazy as I thought. And so I worked that question in and of course she answered it. And, and then you were like, oh yeah, you, maybe you guys need to talk offside the show. I'm like, Aaron, shut up. Like you're highlighting something that I thought I was so sneaky about. Well, you're so transparent. It's really like, it was pretty obvious from the, from the beginning of that question. Yeah. Just in, in kind of piggybacking onto that, I was really nervous about that. Cause I honestly, when I think about money, I just thought it would be like really dry and boring. That's what numbers and money is to me. I mean, money's cool to have, but like when you have to like budget and you're running a business and you're looking at spreadsheets and stuff, cause you know, Nathan, you're always looking at spreadsheets, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my spreadsheets yeah, you that I create for you and explain to you. <laughs> and then they sit on your desk there somewhere for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little too much that's, information. That's TMI. <laughs> um, but just, I thought the episode would be a little bit dry just because that's how I thought about money. And I didn't really know Julie very well before, but I was shocked at just how personable she was. And it makes sense. I mean, she's doing what she's doing, working with other therapists and business owners. And I actually, it made me really want to work with somebody doing financial stuff, who knows what they're talking about, who feels comfortable. It just really took a lot of the fear or the insecurity out of it because I could see the value that she was providing when you're talking with somebody about money. And I know I've thought the same thing. I would love to get like a coach or a consultant on the show 
uh, in 2021, like a business coach or maybe even like some personal coaching or consulting. Uh, I just think that there's stuff that people that we often think about that just seems like, why would I want that? Or why would I need that? What's the value that that's going to hold? But the more you talk to lots of other people that have benefited from those services, the more you realize, yeah, I could probably benefit from that too. Obviously, there's like a a timing and a financial aspect of it. Like, is that going to make sense for me right now? Or is that the best investment for what I need? Or should I focus on something else? But those kinds of things just are always really surprising to me at how valuable they can be. And I felt like just in one episode with Julie, I got a lot out of it that made me realize, okay, this is like my go-to place if I, if I have an issue or when we're ready to start really working towards that building. Let me shift gears here and kind of take us home as we wrap up this episode, this reflection piece. We've been talking about our interviews that we've had with guests. What about some of our solo shows and some of the content we put out, like the Fear Triangle, or you mentioned the boundaries of preparing for the holidays, or we talked about shame and forgiveness. What's just like maybe a takeaway or two that uh, maybe that you haven't learned from it, but how that's been helpful putting out there on a podcast, Mm -hmm. sharing that with the world? You know, the first thing I think of is when kind of the whole point of why we did the podcast and what the passion I have about it is circling back just for one second with Julie to kind of build what I'm talking about here is accounting is something that every single person that lives in America for sure is going to have to deal with. You pay taxes, which means you have to deal with how that money gets to the government. So on the one hand, we're talking to a a gal who focuses really well and is really experienced in dealing with therapists, quite frankly, and their finances and that, and that component. But the truth is her information is applicable really well to anybody providing a service. And that's kind of where I, I look at this whole thing and go, I want really to be able to be helpful to people that are in any business and that are out there. We're all human, right? So we have issues that we got to deal with. That's why I became a therapist is to be helpful in that way to help people just through life and have a, and to be safe for them to have that, have a place where they can really feel safe when, when they're talking with me, I really hope that's the big thing that, that they feel. And so those two things together are kind of, when I think of the shame episode, talking about shame, the fear triangle, the fear triangle, talking about that, honestly, about 70% of the reason for me of doing that was so that I could spend more time in my office in therapy with folks rather than teaching them the fear triangle. I can just point them to those episodes and go check these out because we really broke that down over five episodes. And I mean, if I'm in session for somebody for an hour. I mean, we have two and a half hours of material over the course of those episodes. And it's been really helpful for me to be like, okay, I want you to listen to these, not because I'm sitting there like, go listen to our podcast. It's going to suck you in, baby. I'm not. (laughs) I'm totally doing that. So are you saying I shouldn't be? No, actually, we should be doing that. Um, (laughs) Listen to our podcast at (laughs) shrinkthinkpodcast.com. Call now. Just kidding. Don't call. But at that kind of way, it's been really handy. There's a person that out there that one of my clients does listen. And it's weird, by the way, if you're a client of mine, and you're listening, I will tell you, it's always weird coming in and saying like, uh, like Brandy, Brandy at the beginning of the episode, when I was talking, she goes, Oh my gosh, Nathan, is that your voice? Hello, my name is Velvet. And I'm like, it was just weird. And I have these clients coming in and going like, 
oh my word, with the velvet thing. <laughs> like, this is so weird. This is happening. Well, we did the shame episode came out two weeks ago. And I have this client that does listen to our episodes. And he's talking about an experience that he had. And he goes, he goes, man, like I, I had a shame response is what happened. And he goes, we wouldn't have to deal with that on your podcast, have you? And I'm like, actually, I was just going to ask if you listen to this week's. He goes, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah. But in my mind, that's the cool thing is to be able to be able to have a more of an actual deeper conversation about something where somebody can really get in on their own in the privacy of their listening place and really play with the information and take it more serious. And that, that's what's cool for me. Yeah, that's really awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I'm really, really impressed and proud that you have a client that listens. <laughs> I probably have I, lots. Uh, I know a lot of people tell me that they listen to my, my podcast. So um, good job. <laughs> Somehow they hear you and not me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they fast forward your parts to get to mine. Uh, you might have the velvety intro, but I have the charm and the quick wit and the humor and the nasal voice right yeah i know dude i wish i had this uh i know there's there's a show called the voice and i've I've seen a couple of episodes and adam levine is the singer for maroon five this band he's always complaining he has this like high-pitched sound i mean this high-pitched voice when he sings and some people have this like deep manly voice and you know that's just the way we're made whatever just you just kind of own who you are yeah, it's, I think for me, when you said I want to be helpful, I think that's really it. You know, the older I get and the more I've been in this business and doing, doing my career here, the more I'm like, I just want to help more and more people. You help one-to-one and maybe you can supervise some people and they are helping people. So indirectly, you're helping more people. And then we've had a group practice and so you could have multiple people working for you. And so your sphere of influence can broaden and then you step out into something like this in a podcast and you can help even more people in a lot of different ways. And so that's been really exciting for me. And I'm really interested and excited for 2021 to be thinking about all the different ways that we can help. And I guess to get a little bit more focused with that, you know, we've been talking recently, uh, which we'll, we'll share with you guys about what our goals and aspirations are more specifically for the podcast for 2021. But just to think about like, yeah, what else can we do? What, what's been working? What's been getting a good response and that's been receptive and how can we maximize that and do more of that stuff? So just the idea of being able to help people more and point them to this as a really valuable resource has been awesome. And every time somebody does mention that they listen, it's like, no, that was really good content or that was really helpful or Steph, I, God bless you. You're amazing. Uh, or like (laughs) something that Nathan said was just hilarious. And, you know, as somebody who likes to make people laugh, the fact that, well, the fact that it was you bugs me a little bit, um, but you are hilarious. I'm, I'm listening to the episodes, writing the show notes, and I'm laughing out loud just at our episode. So even if it can just be something that's lighthearted and people feel comfortable listening to what we have to say, and it can be helpful in some way, that's my goal. And that's been really fun and exciting for me. So, you know, even if we don't reach 3 million people like, like Randy is, is going to do, uh, in the next two weeks before the end of 2020, probably, even if we don't do that to be able to have fun with you and to share this experience with you and to explore kind of a different side of ourselves is just been really fun for me. As you say that there's a part of me going like, wow, Nate, you, you and Aaron want to be helpful. And, um, that's going to be really arrogant that you think that you can help everybody, you know? 
I guess to speak to that a little bit, have you ever learned something and as you learn it, you're like, what? You see, it feels profound to you. And then you kind of want to tell people about it. As a therapist, when you start hearing things and you realize the humanity of people and you end up saying some very similar things and people are in very similar places, you start realizing like this issue sucks. You know, like if people just knew or understood this thing, we could we could really turn the tide on a huge portion of this. Even if you look back over the years of how of how society has grown in some ways, there's entirely different aspects of culture from like our grandparents to our parents to now. And there's some bad in that, of course, but there's also a lot of good in the sense of like, we are different in society. And that's largely because of folks going out there and challenging and learning and sharing what they've learned. And that's more of where I'm coming from is the stuff that I have learned going like, this is, everybody should know this. This is not about me, or I know this is not about you. That's just not how you operate. We have, the intention is to have a lot of fun. I mean, that sarcasm even just earlier, like, well, yeah, I'm sure people are just fast forwarding through what you're saying and getting like, you know, that it's just fun. Like, I know we both really care a lot about each other and, and it's just fun to hang out. We did that just recent episode, which is, which is just fun for the Christmas time. That was a fun time just to kind of hang out and basically almost say nothing. And moving forward, I, I had a, uh, at the risk of starting a little too early on 2021, it's just a funny meme apparently that he told me about where he goes, he goes, uh, have you seen the new meme on there? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, yeah, 2021 is when 2020 is allowed to drink. <laughs> I'm like, oh crap. He goes, don't think it's getting better. <laughs> But we're hoping to bring you better. That's why we're doing this podcast, because no matter what you have going on, you know, we want you to have something that you can you can listen to that maybe gives you a sense of like, okay, yeah, other people are thinking this other people are feeling that way. Just to be a little bit serious here, you you were mentioning, we as therapists hear from a lot of people and there's a lot of stuff that people say, we collect a lot of experiences from people and it's really profoundly surprising and also relieving and connecting to hear stuff from people that the person right before you just said the same thing. And the person after you then said the same thing. And you're like, wow, a lot of people are saying this, feeling this, thinking this. And if we all knew that, if we all knew, like, as you're passing by, you know, the person in the waiting room, if you're like, wow, you think the same thing as me, or you feel the same way, you've had a similar experience. I think that just would be so impactful for all of us. And you know, there's this mental health stigma out there that people have. It's like, oh, you're in therapy or, um, oh, you've got mental health issues or whatever. I'm like, no, it's, we're all human beings. We all struggle with stuff and we all are on the spectrum of, you know, having problems and issues. It just is a matter of degree and what type, but we all have them and we all share them. And so a little bit of this is also just to share some of that humanity with you guys to make you feel comfortable. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. We're not like huge you know, diagnosing like, oh, you have this clinical problem and this is what we are going to do about it. We are going to run some tests and make sure you understand the treatment. Uh, that's not what we're going to do. We're, we want to kind of show the humanity be behind things of like, oh, this is just a personal thing that a lot of people go through and here's how we deal with it. Here's how other people deal with it um, because we want you to kind of feel comfortable in your own skin. So with that said... I want to say goodbye to 2020. Goodbye, good riddance. Not going to miss you, going to say. It's been cool, but really looking forward to what we 
are going to be up to in 2021. So we hope you'll stay with, stay with us. We will talk in the next few episodes about what our visions are, maybe what our hopes are, where we plan to take this thing, and yeah, just share some more stories and fun and excitement with you guys. Yes, yes, yes. Goodbye, 2020. Holy mackerel. I feel like I fell to the bottom of a hill and I'm going, what the heck was that all about? Let us move on from this cluster of non-excitement. There have been a lot of good things, actually, this came out. We started this podcast, you know, that's came out of this. But guys, you know, we hope that this year is over for you also. And we hope you're going to celebrate really strong, really well, really loudly in some totally creative way. And uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 